Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is all about goals. Goals are a huge, exciting thing to be talking about. Great topic. I'm really excited to be here talking with you about it today. Why? Because with goals, you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. And goals are the method that is a proven way to be able to obtain the things that you want in life. If it's a dream that you have and there's no deadline, then it's just a dream and maybe it'll come true, maybe it won't. If you put a deadline to it, a date, that you would like to have this thing by, accomplish this thing by, well, then it becomes a goal, right? A dream with a deadline is a goal. And so when you then take that goal and reverse engineer it, you can break it down into action steps. It becomes a plan, right? So we look at the end goal that we would like, And then we look at where we are today and we reverse engineer the steps that will be required to get to that goal and then we work that plan. Just thinking about it gets me all excited. I love goal setting. I love working plans and making things happen. And that is a big part of what I do in my work with students, with clients is help them get clear about their goals, and then set up a plan to actually make them happen. And one thing that happens, I'd say pretty consistently, a good majority of the time. So I work, um, for those of you new to the podcast here, I am an internet marketing consultant and coach, and I work with hundreds and hundreds of business owners to help them grow their business online, okay? Uh, specifically, real estate investors. I work in real estate, and I help new businesses and as well as experienced businesses grow their business online, grow their web presence, their internet presence, generate leads, position themselves as experts and authorities in their markets, and yeah, and be able to leverage all the the goodness that comes with that. So um, because I work with a lot of new businesses, then I get to see a lot of, I I have a lot of experience seeing people go from never being business owners to becoming business owners, right? And, And watching that transition and seeing the folks that make it and seeing the folks that don't. Because let's face it, it's not easy to run a business. It's not easy to start a business. And a lot of people try it and a lot of people fail, 
right? 80% fail every five years. 80% of businesses go out of business in the first five years. That's across all industries. So we know that it really isn't that, you know, the majority don't make it. And there's a number of reasons, I'm sure. But here are some of the reasons that I see happen that I want to share with you around because this goal setting piece is very important and it is not it seems on the one hand very easy and straightforward but on the other hand I see how many people don't do it very well and it makes me think well yeah we should do a podcast episode about this so I'll give you some examples I'd say a large number of the folks I work with you know they come in and they have high goals and that's great right i part of my job as a coach and consultant is to believe in them and support them with their goals right so and and it's important to to point that out because a lot of people don't have someone in their corner to support them they don't have somebody cheering them on they have a lot of naysayers right family friends oh you invested in yourself you invested in um, a business you don't have you never run a business you can't do this what are you doing you know a lot of people hating on what they're trying to do a lot of people come to me and they, you know by the time they get to me they don't they're not telling their family they're not telling their friends they're trying to keep this undercover until it's grown until it's successful which i get right um it's not fun to have people talking you down before you even get going before you've even made a solid attempt so having a coach or a consultant such as myself in their life can really be very crucial to their success somebody that has been through that seen where they've been see where they're going and be able to offer counsel right you'll say hey yeah i get that's what everybody else is saying Here's why we don't listen to everybody else. Here's you know where you're at. Here's what's next. Here's what's coming down the line. This kind of per, per, uh, perspective can be very valuable, right? Especially for a new business owner that's never run a business. And so these goals that that these folks have sometimes are wildly ambitious, right? And again, part of my job is to support them. And how do I know that they can't hit these goals? I look at the goal and say, like, holy smokes, that's insane. Good luck, right? There's the, there's even that voice in my head that sometimes that jumps in and says, like, oh, that's that's a big goal. That's going to be pretty crazy. Um, but then I have to check myself, right? Like, hey, I don't know these people. I don't know what they're capable of. I don't know their connections. For all I know, this is an easy goal for them to hit, right? So there's that part of me, too. I have to, to keep in mind, like, yeah. These people are going for the gold. They are wanting to make it big and make it happen. And my job is to support them in that. So then there's the other part of me, of my role, I should say, that is the reality checker. That, hey, let's, okay, let's break this down. That's a dream. That's your dream. You've got this big dream and it's awesome. And I support you in that. How do we make it a reality? Let's put a deadline to this dream and make it a goal. Okay. What kind of what kind of deadline are we talking about? Oh, by the end of the year. Okay, goodness. Well, that's coming up quick, isn't it, friend? Uh, does that seem realistic to you? Well, okay. Have you done anything to move toward it in the last month or three? Well, okay. Yeah. So let's let's maybe revisit what this actually looks like. What this process looks like. Now that you're into it a little bit and starting to get a sense of how much time 
this stuff really takes, let's adjust our, our deadline or our goal. Okay. And this is ties in perfectly with flow, by the way. How did you swing flow into this conversation, Winston? Well, <laughs> glad you asked. Because uh, if you've listened to me talk about flow and three steps of flow, or you've purchased the three steps of flow program, which I highly encourage you to do through the Find Your Flow website, Find Your Flow shop, findyourflow.com forward slash shop, three steps of flow. Um, that I get a lot deeper into how to use time or tempo or rate with the level of skill that you have and the level of challenge. Those three things, finding the perfect balance is, for me, what helps me get into flow states. And so how does this apply to goals? Well, there are levels to flow states in my personal experience and what I teach. And some of them are in the moment flow states, right, that you experience in the moment I'm in a flow state. And then there's also kind of higher levels of flow that are maybe not in the moment super flowing, but in a bigger, more meta experience of flow, we look back and say, oh, yeah, that was so awesome. It had to work out this way so that I could experience this other thing or so I could have this other stuff come together, okay? So that's also, for me, um, kind of more of a meta flow in a sense, and uh, that is where this goal-setting thing comes into play, right? Because if I'm aware of the discrepancy between my goal and my timeline, that's not going to be flowing, right? That's going to be stressful. It's going to be like, oh, man, oh, the deadline's coming up, and I haven't hit my goal, and I'm not even close, and that's not a stressful, um, see, that is a stressful experience. It's not a very flowing experience. So instead, I either adjust my timeline. Okay, well, let's say I want to do I want to do ten deals, and I was like, well, you know, at the beginning of the year, I set this goal. I want to do ten deals by the end of the year. And now I'm only got three months left. I haven't done any deals. Well, I, I, I but that's still my goal. Okay, well, that's obviously not. You, you know, it, it, I'm not on track, right? And that would go to show me that my goals are not very well outline because I don't understand the pieces that the action steps I need to do to get me to those goals. If I've already burned nine months out of my 12 month year to do 10 deals and I haven't done any, I'm pretty far behind the eight ball at this point. And so I, I need to adjust. If I want the rest of my year to be flowing and successful and awesome, I either need to push out my deadline further, right? Okay, so I want to do 10 deals, but now it's by the end of next year. Okay, great. That's maybe a little bit more realistic. Um, and again, it's like, I, we don't want to limit them. Hey, maybe they can do 10 deals by the end of the year. It's possible. Highly unlikely though. Highly unlikely, right? The track record so far has shown like, Hey, you haven't done any chances are pretty good that, you know, you're not going to bust out 10 at the end. Okay. But that's what we need to come to. We need, but it doesn't matter for me to think that, right? I need to have them buy into it. I need them to feel that it is achievable, their goal, right? So instead of adjusting the timeline, because, you know, it, is, it would be nice to have a, a smaller, shorter timeline to hit this, uh, you know, end of the year goal, let's adjust the level of challenge. So we're going to keep the timeline the same this time. It's still going to be the end of the year, but let's adjust the level of challenge to maybe three deals. Okay, well, that that's a much smaller number than 10, and it's perhaps much more achievable, 
we still don't have any under our belt at this point, so it's still we still don't really know, but at least we have a goal to shoot for, and we have a timeline, and it seems to be more in line. But then we start to really break it down. Now, now let's get down to the, the plan. How do we actually make this thing happen? Oh, well, you got to write offers. Oh, well, how many offers have you been writing? Oh, you haven't been writing any offers, so you have virtually zero chances of getting a deal at this point. Okay, so even three at this point is pretty much a stretch, right? Because we're not doing anything that gives us a chance to get one, let alone three, right? So this this is kind of a, a rude wake-up call for a lot of people at this point where it's like, man, our dreams were, they're not unachievable, but the, given the timeline that we're trying to crunch it into, it's pretty pretty much unachievable, okay? Now, again, you hear me, if you listen to the podcast, I talk a lot about law of attraction and miracles and coincidence and serendipity and all these magical things that seem to somehow work outside of time and space, right? So how do we reconcile this, right? On the one hand, Winston's saying, hey, the law of attraction makes these things happen almost magically. You don't even... You know, it's like it just comes out of the blue sometimes. And it seems to be irrelevant to the two-dimensional time frame that we're talking about in this sense. And so how can you, on one hand, Winston, say, hey, law of attraction works, it's awesome, it really works, and do it like this. And then on the other hand, say, like, okay, we're also going to be talking about goals, which is very structured through two-dimensional time and deadlines and action steps. How, where is the crossover, where is the, you know, where's the synergy, right? In some points, maybe it seems contradictory, but it may also be synergistic. It may actually be two sides of the same coin. Okay, so let's examine that. So with, and so if you'll recall, I recently did a Law of Attraction episode, another one, and in that episode, I was talking about making, doing like a vision board or goal board, um, dream dream board, putting pictures up, putting pictures up around your house on your screensavers, your wallpaper, pictures where you work of the thing that you want, okay, and ideally a date, a goal, and then what? Also writing out what you will give in exchange for this thing. Right? We talked about Jim Carrey, we talked about Bruce Lee, and the statements that they wrote for themselves and for the universe and or God or whatever they believe in, that they will give in energetic exchange for this thing that they want. Okay, And so that is still a goal, right? They're still writing a date, they're saying exactly what they want to happen, and they're saying what they're going to give in exchange for it. And then they're working that plan. So they are working toward this thing, Right? And that is the us going toward it, right? And as we get closer and more aligned with our vibration, then we also allow the thing to be working toward us. So it is as if we are moving toward the thing that we want, and the thing that we want is also now moving toward us. And that is the law of attraction from my perspective. And goals tie perfectly into that framework. We're getting clear about what we want, we're getting clear about our why, 
and our burning desire. And then we are setting up a deadline for, hey, this is when I'd like to have this thing by. And then we're putting together a plan of, hey, this is how I'm going to be working toward this thing. These are steps, and this is what I'm going to give in exchange for this thing. I'm going to provide this kind of service. I'm going to provide this kind of product. I'm going to do this thing for these people or for this cause in exchange for this thing that I want. And so we make that deal with the universe or with our higher power and we and, and with our mind, with our internal mind, with our unconscious mind, we're starting to program it. Hey, I can have this thing. I want this thing. Here's what I'm giving in exchange. And through the ether, or through the vibration of our thought patterns, consistently being attuned to this thing, it starts to vibrate at the same frequency of that thing in our experience of it. And we start to naturally harmonize into the vibration of that thing or that experience. And in music, when we have frequencies that are slightly apart, it sounds what we call dissonant, meaning it doesn't sound very good. Okay, and I wish I had some awesome examples to play for you right now, but that's uh, perhaps another time. So we have this dissonance, especially if it's like closely tuned, but it's slightly out of tune, then we can really hear it. And basically, that's like if you can imagine wavelengths, if you've ever seen the way waves um, look when they're written out or on some kind of spectrograph, where it's like up, down, up, down waves, um, if you can imagine two waves that are exactly the same, one on top of the other, it would look like just one wave that's perfectly in sync. But if you then start to shorten one of the frequencies, it would start to go out of sync. And so that's kind of, you know, and then it may even go so out of sync that it's actually there's some kind of a mathematic relationship, a ratio, like, hey, for every two wavelengths of this frequency, this other one is going three full wavelengths. We have a three to two ratio. And that, when we hear it in the, in uh, when we hear it, when it's in the form of air molecules moving at these different rates, we hear that as harmony. Okay, so these frequencies in air molecules, the movements of air molecules going back and forth at different frequencies, using mathematical ratios, relationships, we can hear those as harmony, depending on the ratio. Some of the ratios might sound like dissonance. That might not sound so good. And that's all subjective, of course. I understand. I understand for all my atonal friends out there. Um, but that's kind of the idea. So in the law of attraction, if we know the frequency of something, we don't have to know like the actual mathematical, you know, measured frequency of it. We have sensors in our body that pick this stuff up. We have eyes, we have ears, we have taste, we have skin to deal with. We have these different sensors built into our biological bodies that allow us to experience the physical world around us. And even if we have our eyes closed, we may be able to touch something and feel what its material is. We may be able to close our eyes and smell what kind of food is coming. So we have different sensors for different levels of vibration. And when we know something that we want, if we can visualize it, you can see it and believe it, you can achieve it.
right? Or if you can imagine it and believe it, then you can achieve it. And what does that mean? means that if you can visualize it, you've already created it in your mind. If you can imagine tasting it, you've already created it in your mind. That's kind of like the prep zone. We can play imagination, we can dream, we can do these cool things in our mind. It doesn't take much energy, right? It's pretty fun. We daydream or whatever. It doesn't take a whole lot of energy. It's here and gone in an instant. But if we want to create it in the physical reality, it's going to take more energy, more work, more focus, because physical reality is quite a bit heavier and slower than the reality in our heads, which is much lighter and faster and, dare I say, instant. The moment we think it, it is, right? The moment you think of a white fluffy cat, it's in your mind instantly. The thought is the thing, right? And then if you can you continue to focus on that and start to imagine its fuzziness and what you do with it and how much you love it and it's so fuzzy and sweet and might, maybe it meows and you get some milk or whatever. If you kept on thinking about it and imagining, you know, petting it and its fluffiness or maybe you're allergic and you imagine your sinuses and all the horribleness that goes along with that, that's kind of more my, my world. Um, then you might at some point in your day or in your near time experience have something that triggers that for you. It might not be a white fluffy cat. Maybe it's a black fuzzy cat. But you would know, gosh, you know what? Isn't that, what a coincidence. I was thinking about white fuzzy cats earlier, and now here's this black fuzzy cat, and it's giving me those same allergies that I imagined earlier. Right? So it wouldn't be exact. As we talked about in the law of attraction, it's sometimes just close. Um, but the essence of the thing is there. If you love fluffy cats and they feel so soft and fluffy under your hand, and that's the part you were really tuning into, maybe um, you you know are out and about and you see this fluffy dog. And it's not quite the same as a fluffy cat, but you know what? You love dogs too. And you can pet that fluffy dog with your hand and get that same fluffy goodness feeling. Right? And so that would be maybe... Um, a law of attraction moment for you. Now, it doesn't take a ton of time or energy maybe because that wasn't a huge thing and maybe coincidence and providence stepped in to allow you to have that experience within, you know, within a few hours of you doing this picture and imagine exercise. Okay, cool. So, you know, that's again where we don't want to, um, we don't want to, you know, put a timeline, uh, we don't want to discount the ability of the universe to serve us this thing sooner, right? Ten deals by the end of the year. I haven't done any ever, but is it possible? Yeah, what if all of a sudden, what if you're still gun ho and you're still going to make it happen, you're still going to work your plan, and now you've got more clear and you realize, hey, well, gosh, you know, maybe ten deals, um, maybe I'm still open to it and I have it on my board that the reason I wanted ten deals was because of the financial income that I would have and it would uh, get me to financial freedom. Um, because, you know, each one of these would provide, you know, a thousand bucks in monthly cash flow and that'd be 10 grand a month and now I'm financially free. And uh, so that's what I was really, that was the essence of what I wanted. And I have that on my board, so I'm still completely focused on it, dedicated to making it happen, even though 10 deals seems like, you know, it's a pipe dream, it's way out there, I should push it back. But then all of a sudden, I get a multi-unit deal that comes through. It's got 10 doors. 10 units in one and I see the opportunity and I recognize the opportunity. Hey, you know what? This looks different than the way I thought. This is just one deal. 
but it's got 10 doors. Oh my gosh, where did, how did it, I could, who could have seen this coming? How, I could have, couldn't have possibly imagined that this is the way it might show up, but guess what? It fits. The essence of the thing is here. I'm going to go for it, and you go for it, and you don't know how or how it's going to work out or what you need to do, but all of a sudden, you meet somebody, hey, yeah, I know how to do these kind of deals. Let's work together on this. I can help you do it. I'll provide the financing, and you provide the hustle, and I'll tell you what to do, and you just do it, and then uh, we'll make this deal work, and so you do it. You believe it. You go for it. You put in the time and energy and effort, and before you know it, you have your 10-deal project done in one deal by the end of the year and you hit your goal. Now, is it exactly the same? No, it's not. It's not, right? It's not 10 deals. You only did one deal. Does that count? That depends. Did you get the essence of the thing you wanted? Yes. You got the financial freedom. You got the 10 doors that are producing the $10,000 in income for you. You hit your actual goal even though you didn't technically hit your goal. Sneaky universe. Tricky Law of attraction. Does it really work? No, it didn't work. You worked your butt off for that. But but it also did work because you did get the thing you wanted. You were focused. You put it out there to the universe. This is what I want. This is why I want it. And the universe found a more perfect way to do it for you, a way you never might have even imagined. But that's the beauty of the universe. That's the beauty of what some people call God is that it's much smarter than us, right? It is the all. We are just the little one, the little piece of it. We work together or we don't. That's up to us. That's our free will. We say, nah, screw you, God. I'm going to do this on my own. Okay, cool. <laughs> Have at it. Go knock yourself out. And then, you know, those of us that have gone that route, and generally we'll do that for a while till we hit rock bottom, and it's like, ah, kind of sucks without tapping into that bigger source. Makes stuff a lot harder. Things don't come together quite as easy. It's a lot more of a grind, it seems. And then we maybe start finding our way again and tapping back into it and realizing, hey, I can work with this thing that people call God. I can work with this thing that people call the universe or the flow, if you will. <laughs> the flow. And uh, maybe if you get into the flow, maybe things start to kind of seem to go, quote, your way, end quote. Is it your way? Is it God's way? Is it fate? Depends. How much do you want to let your ego take responsibility for it? If you take a lot of responsibility with the ego, well, guess what? You're pushing God back out. You're pushing the universe back out, and now it's all you. It's all me. I'm doing it all myself. Okay, well, if you go back to that, guess what? Maybe maybe that works. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're able to find that balance of like, okay, there's got to be some driving force that is the ego, and then there's also got to be the force that is the letting go and the letting God. And I'm talking a lot about God. I know I don't normally do that, but you call it the universe. I'm just using short term, uh, shorthand. But the universe or whatever, the bigger part of you, if you let into it and you use your mind or your ego um, or your intuition or whatever, that part of you that wants to set the goal, the goal, the desire, the dream, and then getting clear on that and then working toward it and then also allowing the flexibility of the universe and or the higher power to create it in the way that is the highest and best. That is what it will do. And that is what you can do. And I encourage you to do it, to make your dreams come true, to go after it, set goals, work your goals, put a deadline to your goals, make them a plan, work your plan, make it happen, friend. Incorporate the law of attraction. 
Tune into the essence of the thing, the why, your burning desire. Go back and listen to the podcast episode, Burning Desire, here on the finderflow.com podcast. Listen to it. Get clear about your why. Get clear about your goals. This episode, I am putting a special offer for goals. Yes, goals are super, super important. I love them. I'm, I preach goals all the time. I work with people on goals, on their goals, all the time. Because it's so important. This is the creative force, your life force, you creating your dream in this physical reality. How awesome is that? How amazing is that? That you have creative power to create the reality, the experience that you want. And if you have a dream inside of you, how did it get there? Who put it there? Why is it your dream and nobody else's? Or maybe there is a shared dream that you have. And how can you team up with those people so that you can align your creative energy to be able to achieve that dream together if it's bigger than you? How can you tap into the part of you that's bigger than you, the part of you that is beyond the self, the ego self? There is a part of you that is God. There is a part of you that is the universe, right? The part of the universe is you. It's a, it's a spectrum. You can be just you all by your little lonesome self, little ego, for me, I'm just me, I'm just hopeless and worthless and or, you know, that's pretty pretty dark. But I'm just, you know, the small little me and uh, you know, God's over there, God God is fearsome and fire and brimstone or whatever programming you were subjected to. That's not the case. It just is. It just is, friend. It is neither good nor bad. It just is, just like us. We're neither good nor bad, except for when we choose to be Whatever, and even then, how do we choose to see the thing that we did? Do we judge ourselves harshly? Do we not judge ourselves at all? Goals. <laughs> Come back to the goals. Set the goals. What is that thing for you that you want? How can you go after it? Make your plan. Get clear on the essence of the thing, why you want it. What is your why, your burning desire? Go after it. Pick up the goals program if you're serious about this. I want to make it awesome for you. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash podcast. Search for goals. This episode in the show notes will have a special offer. Thank you for listening because I believe that if we are more goal-oriented, then we are empowering ourselves. We are using that creative power like the gods, like the gods who created us, right? Even if you read the first like chapter of the Bible, Genesis, the gods created us in their image. They say that, hey, we're the gods, you know, let us create them in our image. What does that mean? There, There's a lot of different ways to interpret it, right? Everybody got their own interpretation. My interpretation is that the part that I care about primarily is, hey, they created us, and it's, I say they because it's plural, at least in one version, and then... If they create us, they are the creators, and we, you know, create too. What do we create? We get to create whatever the heck we want. We're on planet Earth. This is our this is our planet. We share it, right? But we get to choose what we want to do with it. We get to choose what we want to do with our own life experience. To the extent that we give ourselves permission to, and that we believe in ourselves and our ability to do it. And that's part of my job is to help encourage you and say, yes, you do have the power to do it. Don't listen to those other people that are naysayers in your life. You can do it. I'm proving it day in and day out, and I track it to show you that as absurd as some of the stuff I talk about may sound, 
it's also real. And I track it so that way you can see it. And you can build up your own confidence and ability to do it for yourself. That's the whole thing. Don't take my word for it. Follow along, watch my journey so that you can see me doing it and do it for yourself. And if you need help or support, here's some tools that I found that help me along the way. Pick up the ones that make sense for you. And that way you can further your journey along and become more of a powerful and conscious creator yourself. Yes, yes, go do it. Go do it now. I'll get your goals. All right, cool. That's it. So you rock on, friend. And uh, seriously, pick it up. I I want you to have it if you don't set some awesome goals out of it and achieve some super awesome things. Let me know. I'll refund your money, okay? I want you to have success with it. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash podcast. Check out the goals episode. Um, I probably have several, so you may have to go through it a bit. Sorry. Not that organized all the time, friend. I just go with the flow. So for you, go with the flow as well. And until next time, be flowing. Hi, friend, Winston here. Thank you for listening to the Find Your Flow podcast. I really appreciate you spending time here. So I want to hook you up with some free stuff from the Find Your Flow shop and uh, some awesome discounts. So go ahead over to findyourflow.com forward slash podcast VIP. That's podcast VIP as in very important person as you are to me for being a subscriber to the podcast on your favorite listening station such as iTunes or Spotify or whatever. And I appreciate you so much for listening go there put in your name and email address findyourflow.com forward slash podcast vip and i will send you some cool stuff thank you again friend for listening take care and back to the show well thanks for listening friend by the way do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers maybe you'd like to put it in a book well Go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend, and until next time, be flowing.